Welcome back. It's time for another episode of The Skinny on Beauty. With your host, Cheryl Hawley, digital and influencer marketing expert extraordinaire for the beauty industry. Cheryl Hawley is the CEO of Unite Socially, and she single-handedly has launched European Wax Center's social media strategy for all their Orange County locations. Her podcast, Skinny on Beauty, offers up digital marketing tips for you to be more successful and inspiration to live your dreams through personal development tools and topics, all of which is designed to help you be a prosperous and happy entrepreneur, like she is, right, Cheryl? Yes. I'm so excited about today, but I do want to let you guys also know, if you weren't at the How to Brand workshop, which we did shortly after Affluent Influence, you can definitely email me at unitesocially at gmail.com, and that'll go right into my inbox, and I can send you over the PowerPoint and talk to you more about, you know, if you have some questions on branding. And the Affluent Influence Summit was really the launch of many events that we're going to be having, and I'll be hosting at Unite Socially and through that platform here in Orange County. I've already had a ton of you reach out to me. Are you going to have events in LA or San Diego? Yeah. And so I was super excited to to hear that it, the movement's actually being called in other cities. So They're calling is, for it. This is exciting, exciting stuff. But look to the next event as well, which will be on podcasting. That's and what we're talking about right now here. Yep. How do, and I may help participate in that and and yep. share some ideas of what we learned over the fa- last five years of producing thousands of podcasts here at this station in the studio here. Yeah, so we're so excited about that. And OC Talk Radio will be a sponsor. So more more on that on the blog at unitesocially.org or on our social media, which is at Unite Socially. All right. Well, I'll shut up and let you talk. Yeah. What are we talking about today? <laughs> you don't have to shut up, but we will, we will move on. So I have not done a mini podcast for you guys in a really long time. And I think a couple months now since you've been requesting it. And so I thought today, that's what I'm going to do for you. So today is just a really short overview on some of the questions that I've been receiving from clients where I work with them. Uh, either they're a brand or an influencer, and they are wanting to know how to enrich their content. So today, the podcast is tips for using Google Analytics to enrich your content. So Google Analytics, it's very important tracking tool. Now, there are other analytical tracking uh, tools that you can plug into the back end of your website in order to receive the information that I'm going to give you today. But for the purpose of this podcast and navigating you through Google Analytics, we're going to stick with the metrics that are there within the dashboard. So when people are coming to your website, it's really important to know what they're engaging with so that you can deliver more of that. So one of the most important things that I look at when starting to you know do a deeper dive or even just starting a client out is I look at the bounce rate. So this tells you where and when people are bouncing off of your website. So this is essential when driving ad traffic and doing A-B testing. If you aren't doing ads, it's good for looking into other reasons why people may be bouncing off of your website. So basically, yeah, that I, I was going into that. So basically, the bounce rate is when somebody comes onto your website and they immediately leave. So they're either there because they thought that you had a certain type of content that they were looking for. 
or they're there by accident, possibly, but that's usually not why. So basically, a bounce rate is when somebody goes to your website and exits right away. So they don't spend any time engaging your content, finding out more about you, learning about your business or your about yourself if you're an influencer. They are completely, you know, removed from their website for whatever reason. So what's a good bounce rate? What's a bit you want a zero bounce rate? Is that is that doable? Or? A lot of people think 50/50 is really good. But usually in the 35s is is where you'll see really good results. 35% of people are actually bouncing off. If you can keep it in the 20s that would be amazing. But 35% is is okay. 50%, I don't think that's good, but you you will hear different marketing experts and different SEO specialists giving you different advice and some of it is self-serving. And so, you know, they have to keep consistent yeah. with the analytics. Now, I'm sure you're going to go into this or maybe you're not, but why do people bounce? There you, you, you do you what does that tell you if there's if you're getting 60-70% bounce rate that they came expecting something and you didn't deliver, or that the wrong people are coming, and it's like, oh, this isn't what I even thought it was. Yeah, so sometimes as when you're driving... The essential part for driving traffic through ads or A-B testing and you're driving it to your website, it's essential to look into the bounce rate for those ads to find out what's resonating with your audience. But that that is usually within the dashboard of itself. But Google Analytics will tell you some of this. But if you aren't doing ads, then a good way to look into why people are bouncing off of your website is a broken link that you may have. Another reason is maybe people aren't interested in the content that you are offering because your messaging is off. Maybe it's misleading or it's not clear on the direction or offer that you are providing. So those are those are some reasons why people could be bouncing off. Now, just from my experience as a marketer and helping people drive traffic to their websites, three immediate offenders for people when they go to your website to bounce right off is slow load time, auto sound, or pop-ups. Those really seem to be big offenders. Like people get to your website and they're like, okay, I pay for how much for my broadband and you're going to make me wait. (laughs) So they bounce off. Or immediately you're the type of business or influencer that allows auto sound ads and it's just distracting and people don't like that because then they have to figure out how to turn it off. Or if you have a pop-up that is immediately flashing at them the second they land onto your website. So a good thing to note for pop-ups. If you're going to use pop-ups, it's, it's, they're great because they're great to build your email marketing list. But I would recommend having them 30 to 60 seconds after the user is actually on the website. And then it's not going to be as offensive to them. So those, those are some of my tips for tip one, which is why people are bouncing off of your website. Now, tip number two for tips for using Google Analytics to enrich your content, which is most uh, popular blog posts or pages. So looking at the most popular pages within Google Analytics is really going to give you some insight as to what your current audience is interested in. So when I set up content strategy or build a website for a client, I first look to their target market. 
So what age, gender, salary, location, education, and all of the common demographics until I have more data to dive deeper. This is, you know, when we're just building a website. So looking into those demographics initially is really important so I can find out what kind of contents or I have a better educated idea on what kind of content's going to work for them and create content that will impact and resonate with the community. And ultimately, increase revenue. So one of the things that I would recommend is getting a link shortener like Bitly. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y. And this link shortener will really help you identify what pages or blog posts your audience engages with so that you can create more of this type of content. So I really, this is like a standard in my practice when I'm working with clients and I'm doing any type of social advertising for them or creating blog posts, any type of content where I'm driving traffic back. If we're doing a marketing campaign, I always use a link shortener and my favorite is Bitly. And the reason why I do this is because when I'm providing analytics at the end of the month, I look over all of the link shorteners and find out which one had the most traffic. Then I dive deeper into Google Analytics and see, which we'll get into this, um, this tip here, um, and see how long people are sitting on pages to find out you know, what really go deeper into, okay, so they're really resonating with how to build traffic on your blog versus how to build your social media following. So really, really finding out where that sweet spot is and then how long they're sitting on that page. So that's tip number two. So looking at the most popular blog posts or pages on your website. Tip number three, top refers page. So where are people coming from when they land on your site? Are they coming from a specific marketing campaign? or social media site like Instagram, if you're an influencer or even a service provider, or LinkedIn, as well as you know B2B companies. So where are people coming from? Maybe they're coming from an outside source, like an article that was written about you or a podcast that you were on. Maybe it's even a guest post that you did, although I feel like guest posts are kind of dead these days. Tweet me and let me know if you, if you agree, because... I haven't seen a lot of those. I mean, I feel like they were like the first thing to really, when influencers were starting out and even brands, like, hey, who wants to guest post on my on my website, uh, blog, and contribute your information and experience? And I don't see that anymore. So let me know if I'm wrong. DM me, tweet me, let me know, because I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say on that as well. But other ways uh, for top refers page. So maybe they're coming to your website because of an event collaboration that you had with another brand or another service provider. So all of these are refers there and they're also essential when creating your content calendar. Now, if you guys don't have a content calendar, I suggest that you make one. That's one of the very important tips that I have for people when achieving their goals, not just when finding out you know, how to enrich your content, but really, really 
finding out how you're going to deliver that content and the strategy is just as important as creating it because you're building an audience that's expecting something from you. So if you know that you can only deliver once a month, then at least stick to that once a month. Now, I suggest when... I'm working with clients that they write content three times a week for their website. But if they can't swing that either by hiring me to do it or doing it themselves, then I I allow them to be realistic with what their capability is or their budget and then move forward with it on a schedule so that when they're starting to build their tribe, as we call it today, they know their audience knows what to expect. And the last tip that I have for you in this mini podcast is the About Me page. So a lot of people, this is like an oversight page, I feel like. People just don't really think about it very much. They're like, oh, no, I want to get to the services or I want to get to the fun part of, you know, engaging and creating and and the results, right? That's why I'm hiring you. Do your marketing job, right? So people just like, okay, here's my bio and here's my headshot. And it's like the headshot's like five years old and the bio doesn't even have the coolest piece of information about them on it. So if I were to be asked to be on a podcast, which I just was, super exciting, a lot of press coming my way after Affluent Influence. So if I, you know, when I'm asked to be on these podcasts, I want an updated bio. So I had to update it. I had to take the action. And the action was writing a new bio. And that was to include affluent influence and a little pitch on what that was. So making sure that your, I will back up as girls, we typically like to color our hair, or if some guys are listening, and guys like to color their hair too. But we typically like to change our hair and look different and go with the seasons and all of that. And so, I mean, if your headshot is a year old and you ha- are now a brunette and you're a blonde, then I don't think it's that big of a deal. But usually like the five-year mark, it's like, okay, let's update it. You know, let's do something different and and maybe put a little bit more money behind getting a professional photo done because content is so important as far as, you know, visuals. That's why Instagram's the number one social media platform right now. So going back to the About Me page, look at it. I bet you'll be very surprised at how many people land on your About Me page and spend time getting to know you, especially if you're an influencer. People want to know like, well, what is, what, is, what is this influencer thing and what does this person really do? So make sure that it's updated, it's clear, and it's concise. Now, to the fun part, at least for me, the fun part. I have just created, I used to give you guys like free downloadables if you were to email me and I was working on the website and now I finally got it up. And so there is a downloadable on our website on the home page. So if you go to the website for your free downloadable, it's going to offer you not tips on what I discussed today, which is using Google Analytics to enrich your content, but this will help you enrich content in general because this is tips on growing your social media. So I think you'll be very interested in finding what I have to say on this download. All you have to do is go to unitesocially.org and it's on the main page right there. Fill out um, your email and I think there's a question or two and then it'll be delivered right to your inbox. 
So I'm super excited to be able to share that with you. Also, if you're listening along on this episode, please feel free to screenshot the episode and share it with me by tagging me at Unite Socially and using the hashtag skinny on beauty. I love to know who is listening so that I may follow you and support you along your journey. The upcoming events are going to be notated on our social media and also on our blog. So in November, look for a podcasting workshop that I'm going to be offering. OC Talk Radio will be sponsoring and it's going to provide you some really valuable insights on how you can start your own podcast and how we can help you produce it. Thank you so much for listening to uh, one of our mini episodes. And um, don't forget that you can tweet me at Skinny on Beauty if you want to be a guest on my show. And you can also reach out for a consultation with me on building your own beauty or health brand presence online. In addition to social media marketing and influencer services at info at unitesocially.org. Until next time, stay beautiful, Orange County. 